hello, hello, and welcome back to another exhilarating episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo Gargaro coming at you with my dude who just had a birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, Brandon Robertson. What's up, man? Oh, not much is up. Thanks for the birthday wishes, man. I appreciate it. You've been traveling a lot um, in a short amount of time. You went back home to Northeast Ohio mm-hmm. to celebrate your day of birth. Yeah. Did you get anything good? Um, no, I could just, you know, just a couple spare dollars here and there. Okay. You know. Did you go out to eat? Uh, we did. Where'd you it go? It sucked. It sucked. Um, good. Oh, it sucked, man. Uh, we went to a place called, uh, On Tap. Okay. They have some of my favorite wings, so, uh, I thought it was going to be sweet, and turns out the wings came out boneless, so I'm like, hey, you know, I don't... It's easier to eat, then. I don't want to be They this, did you a favor, I, I you in your old guy, age, you know? I don't want boneless, so they ended up rushing the other ones out, and, you know... It just wasn't good, man. Well, you know what? They shouldn't have screwed you over because now the millions of listeners on our podcast are going to uh, boycott. boycott yep. on tap. What a shame. Hey, so we've got some good news here today uh, to go along with our uh, special week of podcasting in support of the Four Chord Music Festival on November the 13th. We've got one of the bands that's playing, one that I'm super, super stoked to talk to. We've got Henry from Keep Flying. Henry, what up, man? Oh. What's up, well, brother? So, so, so Brandon's from Northeast Ohio? Yeah. Do you, do you go to Melt? Oh, my God, yeah. Of course. All right, great. All right, just a second. Yeah, my first Melt experience was a, a uh, corned beef and mashed potatoes. Uh, Excellent. Grilled cheese. Oh, yeah. What, you ever been to Melt? Yeah, one time I I did the they have like that eating challenge thing. I don't remember what it's called, but I was like really dead set that I could do it. I'm a I'm a bigger dude. I really kind of felt confident in my ability to to down way too much food, and I, I failed absolutely miserably. I, I can't believe how did. Did you get halfway so through? Really What's that? Did you get halfway through? Maybe, maybe <laughs> it was very. It was very disappointing. And, and the thing is, I was like, well, if I eat it all, I'll have to pay for it. And I tried to use that as a m- motivator, and it didn't really work out. No. Is TLC no. not going to be coming to you for a man versus food type show anytime soon? I don't think that's TLC, is not- it? I think TLC does do man versus food, yeah. <sighs> Isn't that Travel Channel? I know Travel Channel does bizarre foods. I don't know. Maybe. Well, by, by the way, I open I open every interview with that same story. <laughs> we feel honored, at least, that we're part of the consistency that you provide to all the interviews. Yeah. So, so Henry, you're you're in one of the bands that's playing on the Four Chord Music Festival. We'll chat about that in particular here uh, a little bit down the line. But uh, talk to us, let our listeners know a little bit about you know who and what Keep Flying is. Uh, uh, Keep Flying is a is a pop punk punk rock band. Uh, we're based in New Jersey, uh, New York and Pennsylvania. Um, so the Northeast. Yeah. Um, we're, uh, man, I'm really great at this. Uh, we're, uh, we, we're, um, we kind of take the, the new, new neo pop punk style. Yeah. Uh, we do have a horn section, right? Yeah. Which is awesome. And, and, um, you know, so it's kind of newfound glory e, or the Wonder Years e meets less than Jake. Yeah, that's except, funny. Except, um, except not, except not a ska band though. So but you don't consider so, yourself a ska band? No. Why is that? Um, I well, know my I'm, my previous my my previous band was a ska band. Uh, we don't we don't have any upstrokes true. or any sort of um, reggae-ness to to the sound of Keep Flying. It's really just like. We, we utilize the horn section the way that Yellow Card utilizes their, their violin or the way that Motion City Soundtrack utilizes a synth. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so I, I, you're, you're right on that. Yeah. I mean, you definitely don't necessarily incorporate some of the writing structure and upbeat styles, you know, that, that I guess your standard ska band would um, provide. One of the questions I was going to bring to you and I'm just going to kind of get there right this second because you led me to it was your band yeah. reminds me of a combination of bands I combine it as four years strong in the wonder years as you had said mixed with less right. than Jake and RX bandits now are you familiar with RX bandits uh, 
Um, uh, I mean, I'm not. The, I, I do like them. I'm not the biggest fan. I liked. I liked then the battle begun. Yeah. Um, well, and they uh, their use of horns reminds me of your use of horns because I wouldn't necessarily. Although people do refer to them as ska, I wouldn't necessarily throw them in that category. I I would I wouldn't either. I mean, they they were when they were the pharmaceutical bandits, but then they yeah. clearly distanced from that. <laughs> uh, and. Um, and you know, and that's pretty much what we did because we we used to be in a different band that was a ska band, and it's it's nothing against ska music. And of course, I have this conversation like once a day, so yep. I'll be more than happy to talk about it on your podcast. But uh, it's nothing against ska music. I still love it very much, but uh, we we just didn't want to with this band didn't necessarily want to incorporate that part this time. So uh, we. That, that's Brandon and I talked to a band that's playing on the festival with you guys called Worst Kept Secret. I'm not sure if you know them. They're from West Virginia. A little bit of a heavier I, I, band. I don't, but I was looking forward to meeting them. They're really, really good. They're one of the heavier bands on the bill. When we were talking to them, they had mentioned this topic of genre and how they don't like to refer themselves refer to themselves as metal because they said that metal sometimes discourages them from being booked onto certain shows or bills or tours or what have you. Do sure. you feel there's a stigma with ska that you're trying to stay away from, or is it just, you simply have no ska roots? Um, it's uh, both. Um, I think, I think where genre is concerned, um, it's, it's, it's the equivalent of, uh, it's, it's, it's generalization that happens in a big way. Yeah. Um, in, in every sense, like not necessarily with my band, but like in the whole world, it's like uh, let's let's take my, my previous band was a band called Survey Says, and generally we weren't, uh, you know, we were a ska band in the sense that we did have upstrokes and things like that. But we weren't like Real Big Fish or the Planet Smashers or right. the Specials. Like those are ska bands, you know what I mean? Yeah. But just because we had those elements at least a little bit, it didn't matter whether or not or how much of it we had. We were a ska band. So I can see where Worst Kept Secret is thinking, if they have these elements of metal, you know, in the eyes of many people that are just going to sum up what they are, they're a metal band. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how, that's how people work. It's right. A, it's, a, it's, it's part of the human condition. Like, we, we, we like to simplify things. And so it's just easier for this band to be, oh, they're the ska band. Oh, they're the metal band. Right. And uh, with, with ska, there certainly is a stigma, on, especially in a professional sense. Um, there aren't a lot of them, and um, it's not the the, the punchline with Scott is that it's dead, and that it doesn't it doesn't it's not relevant anymore in general. Like, like that's immediately what people say. Yeah, and so um, I I I and we fought against that for a very very long time, but there was only so long we could, and we we did a lot uh, as a band. We we accomplished a lot, but like we ran into so many walls that we were just so sick of not being able to beat down. And th um, is that in reference to the, your band survey says, are you like pulling correct, from that? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Is that experience? Is that why the band is no longer together? It's a, a big reason why. Yeah. So, um, so Scott really yeah. is dying then, huh? If it's not already dead. Um, it's, it's just that it's just that it's, it's so very seldom taken seriously as a, as a, as a viable um, uh, uh, style of music, and it's just it's just so frustrating. Like my band, my band. Uh, I hate to dwell on the past too much, but sure. Um, uh, my band certainly says service has played about two hundred shows a year, um, and you know, and pushed it, pushed our band as hard as we could, and tried to break down as many walls as we could. Uh, we supported a lot of really great bands, and like I said, we accomplished a decent amount. But like, there was just so many hurdles along the way to get to that point and then it just felt like running in sand because well you know you're the ska band so like there's only so many ska bands we could support and then you know we wanted to get other tours but couldn't because you know we just weren't taken seriously also our name was misspelled because we started the band when we were kids and we never thought that it would end up being a career but then it ended up being a career was and, it so uh, it was intentionally misspelled Yes, it was. It wasn't a mistake. A lot of people thought <laughs> that it was. A lot of people thought it was a mistake. Like it's uh, for those who don't know, it's S U R B A Y right. S U I S as opposed to the E. Right. Uh, it was. It was intentionally misspelled because when we made our MySpace in two thousand seven or eight, 
there were already three band profiles with survey skills with the E's. We're just like, oh, okay, we'll just change the name. And that's, that, that was the extent of the thought process. Right. Uh, because literally just wrote, uh, wrote songs in the room that I'm in right now uh, in my house. And just were like, oh, we're a band, ha ha. No, we're not. But like, then it just, it just so accidentally became a career. So it's, would you say that, is it safe to say that Keep Flying is a more mature version of Survey Says? Yes, absolutely. Um, Keep Flying, Keep Flying is the product of uh, my brother and I and the surviving members of, of, of Survey Says. Um, taking what we learned in our eight years of, of, uh, you know, being in that, in that band and taking a fresh start at, at making it, making it happen. Cause we didn't want to, me and my brother knew we couldn't continue how we were doing with survey says we just, it was, it was too hard on all of us in a lot of different ways. Like I could go on forever other than just the the name and the genre stuff. But now like, your brother uh, is, he's what the trombone player? Yes. Gotcha. And you, you're on guitar. Yeah. And, right. And we, and I'm on guitar and that's the same as it was in survey says, but we didn't want to stop. We obviously didn't want to stop writing songs and we didn't want to stop touring and we didn't want to stop trying to create something that I think a lot of people would like. And so, uh, with the end of survey says came keep flying. And so now here we are now. Is there a special meaning behind keep flying? Because I, from what I was gaining from listening to some of your music, it seems like in a fun and energetic way, you, you, you're trying to get an, like a, an actual message across. Is there something behind the name? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, uh, it's, first of all, it's a, it's a reference to a show called Firefly which also was a, a turned into a, a movie called Serenity. I don't know if, how, how near you guys are, but I know Firefly, um, and, Nathan Fillion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Um, so I'm a big fan of Joss Whedon. He created Buffy, the vampire slayer and angel and Firefly and dollhouse. And he was the writer for Marvel for a long time for all the Marvel movies that people like. And, um, uh, there's a, there's a line, uh, that, that, that says, uh, without going into too much context, is basically the line is, find a crew, find a job, keep flying. And so, like, the whole premise of that show is um, basically a ragtag group of, well, you know, basically thieves and people living off, uh, you know, trying to not be part of the, the government that keeps them down and just trying to survive, essentially. And I very much identify with that in terms of our, our role in the music industry. We're very DIY and we had to make our own connections. We, you know, we didn't start in, in music with like, Oh, I just happen to know this producer who's really connected. We had to go and, you know, fend for ourselves. And so we very right. much uh, identify with that. And so, you know, the, and we wanted to put, we wanted to make a name and put something out there that was positive. I mean, even though, you know, our songs are, are very much based in, in, on insecurity and anger and frustration and things that we need to get off our chest. Ultimately, what we want to do is to survive and to, you know, keep on surviving. And so that's what, where the name comes from. I love it. Now, Safety Harbor, though, definitely seems to give off a very relevant kind of message and theme. You have a music video for it. Can you talk to us a little bit about the song Safety Harbor, the music video, things like that? Uh, sure. Um, well, the name the name comes from a city in Florida. Um on the last survey says tour, uh, we, we played it. We play a festival in Florida every year called fest. It's in Gainesville, Florida. And, um, uh, one of the cities we played on the way to fest is a city called safety Harbor. And, uh, long story short, like without, I don't want to trivialize the, the message of the song cause I made it more, more important than this, but I fell in love with it, with a, with a girl. Um, fell in love with a girl. Um, yeah, that and, doesn't uh, happen. Dude. <laughs> she, uh, uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm the kind of person that, um, without sounding too depressing, I don't, I don't really like myself a lot of the time. I, 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 I'm not, I'm very uncomfortable, um, with, with, with at least how I'm perceived. Like I'm okay with who, how I am, but like, right. I, I understand that there are things about me that I have 
problems getting across, like, or at least you know, trouble getting across to other people. And so I very often just retreat and, you know, and, and hide behind jokes or, or cynicism and things like that. And I met somebody that, um, I, I have a very hard, hard time relating with people. And I met somebody that I, you know, really related to. And just even for the few days we spent together, um, uh, we're still friends now, but like just that, that week we, we had spent a lot of time together. Like I just felt so comfortable in my own skin. That's fantastic. And, um, I, you could definitely and, feel something from that song and hearing the story, you know, and you being really, you know, open with us right now on the podcast. I mean, it makes me dig the, the song and the video even more. Is that where you got the influence uh, for the video as well? Uh, yeah. Um, the, the video idea, you know, we, we wanted, when we make videos, we're, we're trying to make a lot of videos and we want them to be at least partially relevant to the song that's playing. And, um, my, my idea is that, um, even as a performer, um, and as a, as a, not, a, not, a, I'm not at all a public figure. Don't think I'm this egotistical, but like, <laughs> even in a, in a band, you still, even in a, in a band, it doesn't matter. You still have a, a, a public face and who you really are. And Absolutely. So, a lot of times, a lot of times, I feel like um, I have to. I, I hide behind uh, what I w- at least hope people think that I am. And so, in the video, uh, the protagonist is you know she's, she is a female in this case um, is you know get, going through her day to day of working and, and just kind of going through the motions of, of you know general normie life, and that sucks. And so she wears this mask all the time you know, just, just because she doesn't feel comfortable showing her true face to everyone. And then uh, throughout the video, she meets somebody uh, who she finally feels comfortable with. And then eventually that person allows her to take the mask off right? and to be, you know, who she really is. And so, and um, that theme though seems to come back around as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. And, and this is probably a good transition. Cause I wanted to talk to you about your newest release, your latest release, I guess, would be Follow Your Nightmares. It's an EP, and on that album cover is that mask, correct? Yeah, it's, it's the same girl. So the, yeah. the girl who's in the video is also on the album cover. It, so what um, was the, the intention behind that? Because, again, the theme then is, is spreading a little bit. You know, It's encompassing the entire EP. Oh yeah, um, I wanted uh, it's four songs that at least in, in my eyes um, are all connected. Not necessarily as a as a narrative. I mean, there's a little bit of a narrative flow. It's not it's not a progressive rock EP or something. It's not an opera, but it's like, but it's it's four songs that that I wrote that I think do have a, a general theme um, of. Uh, well, it's called Follow Your Nightmares, and so the idea there is, like, um, while writing it, this is the first songs I'd written for a band that wasn't Survey Says, and right. that scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, um, I bet. I, I, was, I was the, you know, I was the creative head of a band for eight years, and now I need to somehow change my identity, um, at least enough to, 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 to move on from something that I've been doing for so long. Right. And so... Uh, you know, all of these ideas of, of, you know, trying to be yourself and not being terrified of, of, of failure or success because a, a, fail, a fear of success is almost just as paralyzing as fear of failure. Yeah. Uh, maybe even more so. Um, you know, all these things culminated to, to create this, this these four songs that I just, uh, um, I wish it was longer. But <laughs> well, are you planning on, the, well, that's my next question for you. Are you planning on, building this into a full album or, or what are you thinking for the future of it? Or is that it? Is it a four song EP and it's over? Uh, we're done. We went out on top four songs. You're good. Um, <laughs> um, uh, no, we're, um, no, we're, we're writing now and we're, 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 we're not, we have a couple plans it, 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 to see what's how the next release is going to work. Um, it's not, we're not sure. And the thing is like the way that me and my brother write is that we're not really, we don't want to write for a release. We kind of want, we, we kind of need songs to come to us. Like we don't want to just be like, okay, we need this many songs because we got to put this out and let's, let's be on a schedule here. Let's put our heads down and power through. Like, no, it's like, 
uh, writing songs to me is 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 very it's very much a gestation. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's like a birth. Understood. And so, um, the, the next thing maybe maybe a seven inch, maybe a split, or maybe we'll jump right to the full length. It also kind of depends on money. Um, yeah, doesn't which, it always? Huh? Which is, it's way less fun, but um, uh, but there will be more. We've already started playing uh, new songs live. Uh, obviously, because four songs are not a set, and right. and we've, right. we've 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 worked out. Uh, we've rearranged some some older songs we had. Now, how long has Keep thing. Flying been around? Then is it still pretty much in its in its infancy? Oh yeah, like we yeah, we started being a band in May. Oh so, like, wow, we, we, okay, so you yeah. like literally released those four that four song EP like as you started the yeah. band in the same day in the same day that we announced. In, in one announcement, we announced the end of survey says the beginning of keep flying and put the EP out. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was all one day. Like we didn't. That's it, amazing. It's not again. I, I don't want to sound cocky again, but like survey says did have a decent amount of fans. Absolutely. And, and I am so appreciative of that, but like I didn't want there to be a mourning period. Yeah. <laughs> or like the end of survey says, and then, okay, well now he's back with a band. Like I didn't, I, I would rather I wanted it and we wanted it to be a positive thing rather than be like, oh, let's all be sad that this is over. It, uh, if, are I'd you familiar with happy. are you familiar with Rishi Ball from Eternal Boy? Of course I am. Right. He's I figured great, you would be great friend of mine. Um, Absolutely. Great friend of mine. Yeah, he's an awesome dude. He's a good friend of ours here at the podcast. We interviewed Rishi last week or so on episode five, which kind of inspired us to make this week-long special to talk to as many artists from the Four Chord Music Festival as possible. But one of the topics Brandon and I talked to Rishi about was how they changed so seamlessly from the Space Pimps to Eternal Boy like in one day. Now, they gave a little prep to it, but literally the the transition, the day that they chose to make that name change, I mean, it was 100% seamless. It was actually impressive how well done it was. And so I kind of get that same vibe from you with kind of burying survey says creating the new band and also putting out the music on the same day. I think it's probably the best decision you could have made. It was, it was a little different from that situation. Ironically, like when, when we were going through, when we had made the decision, we made the decision in January to, to end survey says it, it survey says lasted, uh, we had we had a few more shows booked that I didn't want to cancel, so we you know we kind of just stuck to it. So anyway, um, but around then, like I had talked to Rishi, I was like, "What do you think about this?" And he's like, "Funny you should mention it, because that's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing." And I, but the 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 chief difference between uh, Space Pimps to Eternal Boy and then Survey Says to Keep Flying is that Keep Flying is a new band, right? It's, it's absolutely, new people, it's new people and a new outlook and a new objective, and and Eternal Boy is strictly a name change. Yeah, they're the, still the same people, to, same music. But the, it, what, yeah. what I was comparing, and I agree with what you're saying, but what I was comparing was how seamless the both of you, although similar in some instances, different also, you both, you know, Eternal Boy and Keep Flying uh, attacked it in a very good way that seems to have worked out, you know, because it's risky for what, Space Pimps did to Eternal Boy, and, and it was risky yeah. for Survey Says to, especially with the following you had, and to to go a different direction. But it looks like the tactic worked out. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, with, um, with with him, with him it was like he he is such he's so smart and he has such know how about uh, you know marketing and things like that. I very often ask him for advice. Right. Um, and he, he managed to just complete almost nearly as, as far as I could tell, at least on a, on a cursory level, you, you go and find even their old shit and it's still, it says space. It says eternal void. It doesn't say space sense anymore. As if it never, as if it never was there. Right. And that's a, that's another, that's another slight difference. Is yeah. That I don't right. necessarily, I don't necessarily want or did bury survey says like, if you want to go find our music, go for it. Right. Like I'm, I'm still very, I'm still very proud of what we did. Like, I'm not trying to be like, Oh, let's not talk about that. Um, you know, let's, let's pretend, I'm not trying to pretend it didn't happen because it's my life. That's, this is my, it was 
what I did for it's, a long It's time. like a resume. It's like a professional resume. You know, you're allowed to expand and diversify yourself, and it just shows the growth and development. Some people, with music and with bands, though, it's tough because people really get attached. It's like with The Walking Dead, like when Negan... Um, I'm not going to give any spoilers away or anything for those who aren't caught up at this point. You should be, but uh, I, I mean, who doesn't who doesn't know about this? Right I now? know. So I don't even I don't even watch the show. I got people's <laughs> names. I got the scene. Yeah, I got. I it got was brutal. What happened. I got the context. I never even watched the goddamn thing, and like I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm right where you are. I've never but, watched it either, but I know the story. But what I'm saying is, though, is that people get attached to characters on TV shows. That's why that episode with Negan killing off the two was just so heartbreaking. My sister Jamie still can't get over it. She still talks about it. She still feels like this pit in her stomach. And I think that fans of bands and artists and musicians get the same way. And so I, I think it's good that, you know, there's no reason to, to bury survey says, you know, it's again, it's like a professional resume. It's just something that you've accomplished and you've yeah. gained from um, what we want to move on to right now, Henry, if you're cool with it is. We, oh yeah, sure. Absolutely. We talked about safety Harbor. It is uh, one of the tracks from your EP, follow your nightmares. You also have a music video for it. We're going to play Safety Harbor in its entirety right now uh, for all of our listeners, for you to hear uh, right now. You cool with that? Absolutely. Hell yeah. All right. So, Brandon, um, you ready to check this out? Let's rock. So, this is uh, Safety Harbor from Keep Flying. Check it out. Bad day. I could have been anyone I wanted to be, but bad day. I just wanted to be me. I spent So that was Safety Harbor by Keep Flying. Brandon, what'd you think of it? Love it. It's powerful. It utilizes the horns nicely. And um, as we were kind of talking about pre a little earlier in the podcast, there's 
there's definitely some yeah there's a lot of meaning to meaning it. behind it so henry any final thoughts on safety harbor anything that you want the listeners to know about it or any of that stuff um no answer well enough yeah just listen to it and find out yourself right right yeah generally um you know i try not to be cute i mean i I, you know there's there's black license used in my lyrics but like uh i I feel as though when i'm being the most truthful is when i when i put them in put things in lyrical form so truth very much my soul there's (laughs) nothing i could say there's nothing I could say in, in outside of the context of singing the song. Of what that. what's being said already in the music, right? Exactly. Just listen. Yep, that's all you got to do. So uh, to reiterate, we're talking to Henry from Keep Flying, one, because they rock and we want to talk to them, but they're part of this week-long special that Brandon and I are doing here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast in support of the Four Chord Music Festival that's being held at the... Ex- Extaza nightclub down the strip. Yeah, district, next Sunday, November thirteenth. We're recording this on Sunday, but uh, people will probably hear it Monday or Tuesday. So, Henry, how did you guys? Uh, obviously, you were saying that you're good friends with Rishi, and it seems to be the theme, and and that's part of the reason why we love him here at the podcast is because even somebody that Rishi's met once or a hundred thousand times, he considers them a friend, and he takes care of them like they're a friend. So, how did you guys get hooked up onto this festival? And, uh, you know, talk to us about what you're expecting for the experience. Um, years ago with, 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 with survey, uh, he, we, we, I, I, I've known, I had known of the space fence for a while and, um, but I never got to meet him until I never got to meet Rishi until I think 2014, something like that. And then, uh, he's, he's just a, he's just a fan of, of anybody who's in this business that has a good heart and does it for the right reasons and works really hard and doesn't, you know, try to shortchange people or, you know, it's just whoever's working hard and doing the right thing. Mm, yep. And and because he's, he's very much, you know, he's, he's very much like we share that, that philosophy of, uh, of just, you know, fighting the good fight. And so he was very, he was interested in survey says and how we, we toured so much and he like, he liked the music and, um, you know, and, and wanted to, uh, you know, and just, just took interest. And, and I was, you know, I was very appreciative of that. And, you know, we've had many conversations we've gotten, you know, closer over the years and it's just, uh, you know, he's just, he's become a, a really good friend of mine. And so, uh, what I'm expecting from this is that the, what we got last year, which is an amazing time. And yeah. I'm honored to be, I'm honored to be part of such a, such a cool festival that I really hope that, you know, I, I have no doubt at all that if he sticks with it, we'll become a, a, a nationally known kind of festival. It's so, yeah. it's so you mean like almost like a touring so, kind of thing? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even so much that, but like, you know, the thing is like these festivals around the country, they get known, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like a riot, like a riot fest or a fest right. or, a, or it's, you know, Southeast beast or whatever. Like, you know, like these these things get known, and I and, and the thing about the thing about this is that it, it's so just him. It's so just like it's just about the music. It's yeah. just about the experience, and and it's it, that's a truly a beautiful thing. And uh, uh, I I love that guy. Big <laughs> he, he's a cool dude. By how how I was how I was fucking just talking about him. I fucking love that guy. He'll never oh, yeah. believe it. I mean, he'll believe it, but like. He, <laughs> I'll never have to, I always have to keep showing him that I do. Well, you know like, what? I'm sure that if he was on the pod right now, he'd say, I love you too. I'm sure. I'm he sure would. he would. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he would. If he's as nice as you say, he is. <laughs> who are you looking forward to, uh, like being on the bill with the most, like playing with, you know, seeing that kind of thing. Um, you know, it's, it's cool. Uh, well, easy answer is eternal boy. Cause I really love their band. Yep. Uh, Big time again. I'm gonna kiss his ass tomorrow. <laughs> um, um, but uh, I've never seen the spill canvas. Um, I've never. I, I no. I never. No. Maybe I saw Mayday Parade once, but it's cool. Like like this year, it's 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 all over the map with with the it kind is. of punk rock and pop punk we have on this festival. And and uh, you know, 
you know, good to see our friends in patent pending again. Yeah, and, um, they're getting a lot of um, shout outs, patent pending um, from the artists that we're talking to and a band that Brandon and, and I've played and have played alongside them. They rock real hard. What, what was your band? I'm sorry. So we, Brandon and I were in a ska band called the Skunk 11. And um, we still do stuff like every, every like a couple of years. Yeah. Every once in a while. R- seriously, Rishi will hit up our uh, singer and trumpet player, Chris Gates, and be like, yo, dude, we've got this awesome show that's playing in Pittsburgh. We really want you guys to open for us and patent pending and, you know, somebody else. And we're like, all right, cool. So right. after right. a year of the band not jamming, Chris will hit everybody up. Hey, guys, you want to do this? We'll get together. We'll play the same damn 10 songs that we've played for the last 10 years. We'll rock out. We'll get drunk. We'll have a good time. And, and then we'll call it quits for another year that, or two. That's cheers. <laughs> I'll, play with, I'll play with you guys. I love, uh, despite despite my uh, my not being a ska band anymore, I, una- I unabashedly love ska music. Like, I just like, love it. Uh, hell um, yeah. It definitely has a place so. in my heart, too. Oh, I don't. I don't give a. I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say about listening to it. It's it's one. It's one thing. It's one thing to have to, uh, to have to exit from dealing with the shit you have to deal with playing in a ska band. But like, <laughs> I, but I, I love ska music. I don't care what anybody has to say about it. It's it's seriously so, so feel good, and it's like you're also giving a big fuck you to people at the same time, and that maybe that's why it feels yeah. so good. Oh yeah, you know, very much so. Yeah. But anyway, um. Uh, hit the lights is on again. Oh, uh, yeah. I like hit the lights show. Thanks uh, for getting us back before, on track. We're actually uh, the day before we're actually playing with 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 uh, Hawthorne Heights again. So it's, oh, it's cool. kind of cool that it's, it's with them. So I don't know, man. It's it's a great lineup. Um, and the smaller the smaller bands too that I like I love seeing like you know he puts like head injuries on and, and Scott Shank Redemption we go way back with they're from yep. Columbus, Ohio. They're yep. um, so, so, We're talking to them here in a couple um, days. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Is it, is it Joe Brenneman? Well, so I messaged the guys from Shawshank. Re- from that band. Shawshank? Sh- Sh- from the Shawshank. <laughs> from the Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> Redemption. And, um, <laughs> you know, when we message bands, we usually, as you know, we'll say like, hey, let's try to keep it the one to two of the members. Just we like to keep voice clarity. It's tough on a podcast to create that when there's a million voices. So. I email them and tell them that they email me right back. Like, dude, we definitely want to be on this, but right now we're all arguing over who's going to be able to come on the pod. Can you, yeah. can you make an exception and just let us all come on? So Brandon and I said, fuck it. We're having the whole band. Come on. <laughs> yep. That's hilarious. That's going to be a fucking mess. But it yeah, really it's it gonna is. Be so it, fun. It's going to be a really, really funny, funny time. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Anyway, so, um, Anyway, uh, the the lineup is sick, and there's not a lot of these bands that I've never played with before. Like, like oh, in your cool. memory is great. Um, Check engine light is, is great. Yes, they and, are. Yeah. Um, there's only a few I've never seen, and so um, it's it's gonna be awesome. Really stoked. Yeah, and um, we're looking forward to it too. You know, looking at the bill, I can't say a band on there that I'm not so thrilled that's on it and is playing, and it all makes sense. What time do you play, Henry? Do you know? Um, I, I think I got the advance today, and I forgot to check. Let me, <laughs> okay. You know what? That'd be a good advertising point. Let me bring it up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what time we play. I mean, you, you should show up and watch everyone. You should. I think, and in, in listed online, the festival is, starts at 1 o'clock and goes until 11, correct? I think so. Yeah. yeah so it's a long-ass day of music, but oh, well, it's going to be it. sweet. Yeah. So you're looking up to see what time you're playing? I'm trying, yeah. <laughs> while you're looking at while you're while you're looking it up real quick, how long do you know how long your set is? Do you know like what are you going to be playing? You got the four song EP. Are we going to hear all those songs on there? Obviously, plus more. Yeah, yeah, we'll hear those and um, and uh, uh, a couple a couple songs from from Survey Says that we're bringing back. Nice, and then. Um, uh, and then uh, I think we have a yeah we have a new one that that's not recorded yet um, that you'll hear. Oh okay, um, we're on we're we're closing the second stage. Nice at five thirty five. So right. uh, yeah, so we're 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 on the we're on the tiny stage or tinier. It's not small, but uh, um. So we've got keep yeah. flying then playing at uh, five thirty five closing the 530. second stage. Got it five thirty. Yep. 
Awesome. Yep. Killer. So everybody make sure that you're there for the whole thing, but that you're turning your eyes to the second stage at 530 to check out Keep Flying. It's going to be an awesome festival. So... Well, the thing about the thing about the, the way it's set up, I'm, I'm sure you went last year, but the way it's set up is that you can't really avoid a stage. It's not like right, yeah. It's not I mean, like it's one all... is like tucked away. It's not a warp tour thing where you got to go like find something. It's like no, it's, it's just, just to make it easy to change. Yeah, it's to change two up stages that face each other. It's yeah, they just face each other, so it's like you know, it's not like they're not going to see us. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just to yeah. to to ease the time frame <laughs> in between the sets, which is perfect for something of this magnitude. So yeah. Um, like I'd mentioned to you, Henry, we, we talked to Worst Kept Secret the other day. Their episode, I believe, we're actually going to air first. So, um, And that'll be on Monday. Uh, so we started a new segment, Brandon and I did with them. Uh, they they kind of are metal, but they're not metal. And they don't want to call themselves metal, as I told you, because of that genre you know, suffocation. So we did this segment with them called Is It Metal? And we read lyrics from metal bands and pop bands and all kinds of like crazy bands and artists. And they had to guess, was it from a metal band or not? What we're going to do with you, Henry, is... the game show? Kind of. Basically, um, yeah. So what we're going to do with you, Henry, is, is we changed it a little bit. We're going to do the new segment, Is It Ska? And we're going to read you lyrics and you have to guess if it's from a ska band or not, okay? Okay, let's see how we it Should do. be easy, right? All right, so um, there's... So it's, just, so it's, just yes, it's just yes or no, right? Yeah, is is it ska? That's what you're answering. All right, here we go. All right, so here's the, um, here's the first one. Would you be upset if I told you you were dying and every cure they gave us was a lie? That's oh, they... Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> you're not going deep enough, man. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing, though. You have yeah, you yeah. Have, yeah trick question. They don't they don't think they're a ska band either. So is that for uh, real? That's uh, you know yeah. Thomas Thomas Kalnaki fights that all the time. You know what's crazy? Uh, I was literally just gonna say part of the reason why I put Streetlight Manifesto in this list was because you have two groups of people. There's the ones that say they like ska and they do, and then there's the ones that say they like ska and they don't even know what it is. And I feel like that's that's why that's why they're successful though is because. They they can transcend with at least a group of people that don't give a shit whether or not they're ska band. Yeah, like that's that's another that's another issue that ska bands run into. It's like only people who are already predisposed to liking it are going to like their band. And yeah, that's, that's a small pool. That you're right. And so, and and it's like, and, and a lot of ska bands will get shit for trying to develop a fan base that doesn't care that they're ska band. We ran into that problem a lot because we we were essentially blending pop punk with ska yeah. and easy core and shit like that. And like, you know, hardcore ska heads wouldn't like us because we do that stuff. So whatever. So you got the um, first one right. And without me even finishing the first line, so nicely done there. We're going to try to make this a little bit more difficult for you. Brandon, take the next one. Is it? Yeah, ska? here we go. <clears throat> Don't try to find your spaceship. They might be out there waiting. Stay in my backpack forever. Stay in my backpack forever. <laughs> You know I gotta find my um, spaceship. My planet's outside there waiting. I can't stay in your backpack forever. Stay in your backpack, backpack, backpack. Is it ska? It sounds really familiar. I'm gonna say no, only because I can't tell what song it is. So you would be correct. You are correct by yeah, saying that it's, that it's no, Brandon. It is the song "Backpack" by the one and only Justin Bieber. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, so right now you are two for two. Two for two. So let's move on. So here's the next one. You stand with your hand on my waistline. It's a scene and we're out here in plain sight. I can hear them whisper as we pass by. It's a bad sign, bad sign. Something happens when everybody finds out. See the vultures circling dark clouds. Love's a fragile little flame. It could burn out. It could burn out. Is it Scott? No. I don't know. No. It's not Scott? No. Man, he's no. on fire. Going, no. Seriously. All right, so that was fire. I Know Places by Taylor Swift. So, no, it was not Scott. Good job. All right, so okay. you're Dude, three Henry's three. on fire. You're doing the best so far of anybody. Um, we've got two more for you. Brandon, take it. All right, here we go. They found out about me. You can count on me. I hate to be wrong. Guess what? All those things I said, it wasn't what I meant. I hate to lead you on. Wait, hang on a second. Do that again. 
They found out about I, I me. I know this. I know this song. I know this song. You <laughs> can't <laughs> count on me. I hate to be wrong. Guess what? All those things I said, it wasn't what I meant. I hate to lead you on. Is it Scott? God damn it, I know this song. But no, is... it's a pop punk song, I think. So it's not Scott. I'm going to say no. So that song was What Are Friends For by Real Big Fish. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Fuck! I knew that song. I, God damn it! I knew. I knew I'm, that I'm you such knew. A, it. Oh, dude! If, if, I'm, you know why that's even more disappointing is because that was the first ska record I fucking ever heard. Oh, I know. It was Cheer, Cheer up, up by yep. Robbie Smith. Yep. That's the, that's real. That's real sad. That's okay. You oh. get one more chance for redemption here. This is the last one. So you're three for four. I wanted eight. Yeah, three for four right now. All right, here we go. If you want, you can stay, but you'll regret the day that you didn't follow your dreams. Imagine the wind in your hair blowing away all of your cares. So take my hand. Let's plan never to look back. Is it Ska? Uh, One more time. I'm sorry. It's okay. If you (laughs) want, you can stay. But you'll regret the day that you didn't follow your dreams. Imagine the wind in your hair blowing away all of your cares. So take my hand. Let's plan to never look back. Is it Ska? You better not be Googling these lyrics right now. I'm not Googling. What do you think? No. no. It is not Sky is what we're getting. Uh, Brandon, tell them who it is. It is Bright Spring Morning by Suburban Legends. God damn it. (laughs) Holy shit. Dude, isn't that song amazing? God, Tell me you worst. know it. What a song! I love that song. They have the the full version uh, and, and then the the like acoustic slower version of it. It's such a badass song. Yep. Uh, Three for five, it. still a better score. No, I, I think uh, Pat maybe had four. You're right. I think Pat did. Pat did. All right. Well, hey, let's give it up for Henry. He did a great job. For is Thank it Scott? Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. All right. So thanks for doing that. So in in kind of connection with that theme of segment, there's a segment that Brandon and I do every episode. We're going to ask you to partake yet again here. Brandon, introduce him to the next uh, segment. This is a segment we call Lyrics as a Poem. So what we do is simple. We read lyrics as a poem. However, the twist is when a band is on, they read their own lyric as a poem. So what you do is you pick a lyric of yours, in this case, uh, it can be from um, Safety Harbor. It doesn't have to be from Safety Harbor. Anything on the new EP, anything from the old band. A song of yours, Henry. Uh, tell us what the song is. Read the, so- the lyrics. And as, here's the as thing, sensual man. Yeah, and, you really want to make it like erotic. Like, we want to try to get the best out of you. Um, so, can you do it? You down for it? Okay, so I have to, I have to read my lyrics. Like a verse or like a chorus, you just, like, like you just like you just read there. Like Basically, read but but I want you to do better. I wasn't giving it my all. I need you to give it your all. Um. What okay. Do you, what do you think? Let me. Let me, let me I, let me I, I'm. I'm. I, have, I literally have to bring out my lyrics right now because. <laughs> um, I honestly like. I, I. If I'm not like about to play them, I don't remember them. No, I. I totally understand. That's part of the reason why we think that this segment's so funny because of how awkward it is. Just in general, we're both musicians. We both write and sing lyrics, so it is. If you're not like holding your guitar, like standing in front of a mic, you got the drums kicking in or whatever. Sometimes it's really hard <laughs> to remember your lyrics. Okay. Um. All right, I'll do a different. I won't do. I won't do Safety Harbor because we already listened to it. Right. So let's let's do something different. Um. I'll do a song called Candy Cane Forest that's also on the EP. Nice. So I just have to read I just have to read them. Read them, but 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 you know, put some passion behind it, you know. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. We appreciate you, man. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. All right. And then I'm performing. All right. Um, the problem with a safety net is that even if you need one, it still means that you're going to fall. I find forgiveness to be seldom seen. 
And of all the feelings you can have, I think that pity's worst of all. I've been thinking about where this began. When I was trapped inside a place I simply couldn't stand. And now the journey's taken me to a place that's one of courage, but I'm too scared to leave. Nice. There we go. Yeah, that was excellent. Hell yeah. All right. Hey. Cool. You did fantastic, man. No, no, no. You're good. We just wanted to get a vibe of, you know, what it was like to hear the lyrics without the music behind them. There was a lot of soul in there. Oh, thank you. I felt I I felt like I was uh, back in my emo stage for a minute. It was it was good. It was good. (laughs) Thanks for joining the lyrics as a poem segment. You're going down in history. That as this segment is going down in history is one of the best in podcasting history. So. We're glad. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Great. Yeah, all the critics Up love there. it. Love it. Uh, Brandon. Um, Whatever, Mark Marin. <laughs> love it. Um, tell Henry about um, about our next segment. I actually think this is our final segment before we wrap up. Yeah, this is our final segment. So uh, we have a segment that is particular to the Four Chord Music Festival where we choose who you are a secret Santa for. Um, and this is going to be another band that's playing the Four Chord Music Festival. Um, You're not actually buying them anything. No, you don't actually. We just have want to, to know what them. you would buy them. Exactly. Um, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> if you want to buy this band, you've mentioned them before. I feel like they're in in high regards with you. Um, so the band that we've made your we've made you their secret Santa is uh, Scotshank Redemption. Tell us what you would buy. For Shank as a secret Santa. Not Shawskank. Yes, correct. Not Shawskank. <laughs> Shank. There's no price limit if that helps you. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, um, I figured that was part of your troubles. You were trying to figure out the budget, you know. Like a white elephant exchange yeah. under $10. Um, like, what the I f- would... Uh... Mm. It's uh, I'm you know that's the tough part about gift giving is that sometimes I'm like <laughs> you know it, it's like I, I'm I'm gonna say I'm in this problem right now because I'm newly involved with somebody and like, Ooh. like, like Christmas is coming and I'm like oh well right oh yeah get it's used not to that I'm man fire anything it's just, I'm like I like uh, you you go with practicality or do you go with like fun Did what, you enjoy so, having money? Uh, uh, or, or what's that? Did you enjoy having money? Because you're no longer going to have it forever. <laughs> no, I, 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 well, psych, never had it. So. Okay. <laughs> All right, jokes on me. And listen, screwed with me anyway. Look, this she chose. She chose to date somebody in a DIY pop pop punk band. So she knew what, what she was she, getting into. She, yeah, she knew. But she's um, definitely leaving like hints. You know, I'm sure she is. At least my, I know my girlfriend. Has been oh absolutely yeah so oh no no, it's, no but anyways like, maybe maybe Shank hasn't been so forthright with what right. they want no they haven't been so what <laughs> I would get what I would get them is like I would get her I would get them um, uh, you know what I would do I would do what I wish that that existed in the world I would I would just for them I would I would uh, <laughs> incorporate with Guitar Center and. That way, there would be um, horn repair and maintenance places all over the country that wouldn't be hard to find. So when you're when you're on tour, yeah. and something's wrong with your horn, you're not That's... totally screwed. Because can't tell you how many fucking times it's happened to us where it's like, oh, you need guitar stuff? No problem. Come to this goofy guitar center. But if your <laughs> horn gets fucked up when you're on when you're on tour, you're done. It's fucking over. Like you're you know, right, like, man. I've never even thought about that. I never thought about that. Horn repair but... horn repair is strictly done in basements <laughs> all over the country. For real. Like that's like and so what I would do is I would again, just for Scotshank redemption. And then there would you the like world, you know, I'd put um, it in their honor, I like the, the a Scotshank style. Make or guitar something center, like that? I would make guitar center cater to all sorts of touring instruments and, and everything instead of just guitars and and drums and, and, and mics and shit. Because the horn the horn is a is a high maintenance girlfriend and it needs <laughs> Hey, maybe that's part of the reason why Ska is dead because it just couldn't get revived by the Yeah, they hospital can't finish staff, a tour. You know Something I mean? goes so, wrong, you can't find a, a shop that'll work on your, your trumpet, man. Maybe the revival of Ska lies within this um this secret Santa um segment, you know, you're given to uh this the Ska Shank Redemption. So 
Um, you have no idea how real that is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Henry, we are at the very sad point of the podcast where, you know, the three of us, we've all become friends here in this, you know, 50 minute conversation. But now, you know, it's about time for us to say goodbye. So um, and we really have appreciated you giving us time. I know you just came back from tour. Talk about that, actually, real quick. I forgot to ask you. You just came back from tour, right? Yes, uh, we we uh, we did this a, a little bit too long. It was like two and a half weeks uh, down to uh, uh, the fest in Gainesville. Oh yeah, okay. You were just talking about that. that. It's a uh, it's a three day uh, multi venue festival um, in Gainesville, Florida, uh, featuring like basically the smorgasbord of of American and actually international punk, just 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 punk rock all around, and. Um, you know, this year what the headliners are like Lesson Jake and Propagandi and Dillinger Four and um and, you know, they the survey says it played the past three years and we were lucky enough that they were willing to have the new band too. Uh so we got to play and it was it was great. And so we you know, we did a bunch of southeast dates and then, you know, came home. Nice. And, and now, now it's all four chord music festival, right? Uh, yep, four chord and, uh, you know, a bunch of Northeast stuff, uh, to close out the year before we awesome. record. So this um, is the, uh, this is the time of the podcast where we want to give you the opportunity to let our listeners know where they can find you like online, maybe some shows you got coming up. This is your chance to, you know, um, spread the word. Uh, well, don't forget about four chord. Um, we're going to be there and it's a good place to check us out. Um, we're at uh, keepflying.band, keepflying.band, not .com or anything, not .band, uh, mostly because it was neat and it was cheap. So, <laughs> um, and um, .coms are really expensive. It's a big thing. They are. Um, so, yeah, keepflying.band. Uh, we got the Facebooks and the Instagrams and the Twitters and stuff like that. Um, please, please tune into those because that's where I – where I post all the all the tour dates, and I'm not really great at marketing, so it's tough for me to reach people. So please take a look and make it easy on me. Um, and uh, and you know we're gonna be in and out of Pittsburgh as much as we can be. Uh, so other than just four chords, because we like it over there, it's not far away. So awesome, yeah. Um, Keep in touch with uh, us, man. Let us know what you got going on. If you're in the city, we'll uh, connect up and. You know, keep yeah, uh, keep the friendship alive. Brandon, what do you got for Henry before he signs off? Nothing. I loved it. Thanks for uh, giving us a minute of your time, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Permanente Brothers at some point. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, we will. And it will be delicious as always. Henry, thank you again for joining us on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Good luck to you at the Four Chord Music Festival this Sunday, November the 13th. And we'll talk soon. All right, brother? Thank you for letting me ramble at you guys. I appreciate it. All right. See you later, man. Take care of yourself. Cheers. So we want to thank Henry from Keep Flying for joining us here on the podcast again for the Four Chord Music Festival podcast special. You can check them out, Keep Flying, and many others on November the 13th at Extaza in the Strip District. Brandon? I love that. I think he had a lot to say about uh, his EP and, and and why he's making the music he's making. I thought that was awesome. We're definitely getting some good insight on all these bands that are performing on this bill, so definitely check them out. Uh, and you can check us out by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. And our website is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Um, signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, this is Angelo. This is Brandon. We are signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, World Music Megaplex at Evergreen Studio. He's out. Thinking about where this began, when I was trapped inside a place I simply couldn't stand. And now the journeys take me to a place that's one of courage.